Are you feeling the repercussions of inflation? Now that it's reached a 40-year high in the U.S., homeowners are unable to cope and renters are being hung out to dry. I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on Lynn Spins. Let's discuss. So I was working as a secretary uh, for a um, kind of an uh, answering service company um, that was, um, it was like in an office setting, you had to do a typing test to get the position and um, a spelling uh, literacy test and all that good stuff, basically. And um, many, um, many Black uh, potential co-workers um, prospects were turned away because they did not meet that criteria or the prerequisite and um, which was really ridiculous because uh, within a year of working there I had seen white girls come in and um, you know in need of websites you know to further their education uh, and their skills when it came to typing and things like that because they weren't able to pass the test so <clears throat> you know just another bad racism in America and white privilege but you know I worked with this company uh, answering phones and things like that uh, I never had a bad situation with a customer um, that I did not handle appropriately um, until there was one situation where it was like a coworker, and he basically he wasn't he didn't work for the same entity he worked for the entity that we considered a client uh, one of the entities and um, it was a local real estate company that actually managed the property right across the street from where I had to, I had just moved and um, a woman across the street from me literally literally across the street from me locked herself out of her apartment and i was working from home so i you know answered the phone and um took a message for her got her phone number and then i forwarded over forwarded it over to um management uh, management contacted me and um, basically cursed me out and went off on me for including some extra details in the message that didn't make sense allegedly and <laughs> for, um, as he put it, giving pretty shitty service. And I was like, well, I think you're pretty shitty for saying so. And I was fired for that. <laughs> even though he then went on to curse me out um, ridiculously, um, tell me F me and all these other things and just, you know, ridiculous. So needless to say, at a racist entity, uh, like the one for which I worked at that time, uh, that would turn away black people who had the same uh, inability to pass tests that white women would, uh, you know, take and fail. You know, um, they fired me. I was fired, and um, I did not contest um, my firing um, the way that I should have. Um, I did not pursue a lawsuit. Um, and um, I think now it's unfortunately a bit too late um, because you do have 180 days, I believe, to file a charge of discrimination um, within um, a place um, of public accommodation and other things in this area. I don't know about when it comes to your job. 
Uh, but I think that's the same time frame. <clears throat> so, I was jobless. I immediately applied for a program called ERAP um, and uh, was thankfully finally uh, eventually accepted into the program uh, where they would cover my rent and utilities for um, one to three months. Um, my rent was covered for three months and uh, toward the end of that time, before any rent was late or anything like that, mind you, before those three months that I was getting assistance, I was never late on my rent, was actually six days to two weeks early consistently every month and had paid my rent since March of, or April of that year um, and didn't start the program until uh, close to the end of the year. So <clears throat> I um, started to get a I got one or two complaints, uh, two complaints from a woman, a white woman who moved above me um, in the High Point neighborhood. And um, I believe there was someone else there with her as well, um, living in the apartment above me. Um, there was a noise complaint made, and then there was also on me, and then there was also a uh, smoking complaint that I was smoking cigarettes. And I'd never gotten any complaints, let alone any of those, um, before she moved in. And all of a sudden, it seemed like, you know, I was being painted as this horrible neighbor uh, by this woman. She made all kinds of false accusations about me and told the um, landlord, um, who then, you know, approached me and was, you know, basically like, oh, you know, um, we need you out of here. I mean, she didn't even approach me. She, she put a 30-day notice on my door. Uh, November 1st, I believe. Um, a 30-day notice. And then she retracted it verbally over a recorded conversation on the phone after I said, you know, it was basically, I contested and protested and was like, you know, this is ridiculous. I, do I not have any rights? Do I not even have a say in, in someone accusing me of this, that, and the third? Like, I'm not understanding and so, you know, I told her, I said, at this point, I don't want to stay. So I will be looking for another place, but I won't be evicted um, when I've done nothing to, you know, bring that to fruition. So they retracted verbally. No notice or anything was sent to me um, that it was retracted. And of course, <coughs> uh, December 1st, uh, following the 30-day notice, I was um, a, a, an eviction notice was posted to my door, and I was texted by the um, property manager. Basically, told you know, um, if I don't get out, you know, threats of the U.S. Marshals on uh, coming in and taking me from my home and my rent going up to 1150 from 575 uh, for a studio apartment, no bedroom. And it was just pretty ridiculous. So I had to leave by Christmas, my favorite holiday. So I left and I was homeless. I was homeless for the first three months of this year. I stayed with my uncle for um, like four days. It didn't work out. He kicked me out in the middle of the night um, and uh, after threatening me and trying to fight me. It was a really horrible situation. I still do not speak with him. And um, uh, I was homeless, you know, I went to go stay with my, 
I ended up having to live in a hotel. Well, no, I immediately went over to uh, an acquaintance's house who I thought was a good friend, um, come to find out otherwise. And it was a really shitty situation, quite literally. Um, and I won't even get into that right now. That, that could be like a bonus episode or something. But basically that lasted about a month from like January 4th until February 4th. And then I was uh, in need of a place to, to go because I just couldn't take it anymore. And I had to leave her house. So I left her house. You know, a lot of stuff was happening. Like she was expecting me to buy groceries for her. Uh, with my money when she was the one who was working full-time and I had no money. The only money I was getting was from, like, my uh, uh, acquaintances and, you know, people who I knew um, um, and who I'm related to um, who helped me. So it was just really messed up that, you know, I'm getting help and having to have other people give me money to be able to survive in your house and you expect me to fill your house up with groceries uh, when you are working a full-time job from home, making $15 an hour, but you spend all your money on Grubhub, you know, and DoorDash. So, you know, um, it was that, it was uh, also the shitty situations and then some other shit that was just going on, like her telling a lot of my business and things like that. So, I managed to, through an acquaintance, get, get a hotel secured for a week. <clears throat> and he was going to pay for another week, but I managed to end up um, getting the go-ahead to move in back into the family manor by my mom. And I get there, long story short, um, my stepdad is playing games with my laundry, taking it out and leaving it to mildew. Um, consistently over and over again for no reason and my mom finally you know asked him why he does why he's doing this and um, then we all end up you know arguing with each other verbally uh, well obviously me and my mother are you know saying the same thing to him and he calls Ferguson police and tells them that he's being attacked in his home by us his home like, it's not in both his and my mother's name. So, long story short, they come. Um, we refuted with with video evidence because we were recording some of the conversation because he was saying all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, we recorded the whole interaction. And we never even tried to hit him, let alone attacked him in his home. So... Excuse me. I wish there was like a pause button so I could like pause the recording and then just keep going. Like drink some water water and then keep <laughs> but um just bear with me. So the police leave because you know clearly nobody was attacked. They come back after we were finally getting to sleep around three in the morning. And 2.40 something in the morning, they come banging on the door with a, an ex parte protect, order of protection against my mom. Um, so he followed up on this false police report, a representative of Missouri Congress. You know what I'm saying? 
followed up on a false police report on my mother, who he's in the midst of a divorce with, and made her basically get pulled from her home. You know, of course I left as well. He he, he didn't name me as a respondent, um, so I'm not the person who the order is on, but he did um, include my name in the report and try to claim that, you know, continue this claim that we tried to attack him. Although in, in the protection order, he basically um, um, changed his story and made it seem more like it was we tried to attack him more so than what he reported to the police, which is that he, we attacked him. And, um, so we, um, are, you know, desperately looking for hotels, can't find anything because it's Valentine's Day weekend and this year. And, you know, um, everything was booked in St. Louis. Um, so we ended up having to leave St. Louis just to find a hotel in the middle of the night. It was ridiculous. And, um, we, um, um, ended up uh, staying in hotels for, um, when I came back from Denver, Colorado, because I did leave for Denver in between all of this, and I came back. And, um, I experienced discrimination at the, the airport on my way out of Denver, which I'll talk about in my next podcast. And then I, um, I experienced, um, a little bit of racism at the, um, well, more than a little bit at the, um, Colorado airport too. But overall that was just horrible service. And it was just like conery and buffoonery, ridiculousness, racism and all kinds of stuff. But what do you call it? Um, so now I'm in an old apartment. You know, I'm, I'm in the same place that I've been in since, you know, and my mom is too. She's in another apartment. I'm in the same place I've been in since March of this year. So, you know, it was about a month or so after um, all of, you know, after we were kicked out of the manor that um, I ended up, you know, getting into another place. Um, And I'm cool now, but, you know, this place, I'm paying $800 a month for a studio apartment. A studio apartment. And I know a neighbor who's paying like six something for a one bedroom here. But she's been here for a few years so her rent is slowly going up um compared to a vacant apartment um a vacant unit that they can you know make a new price for immediately before the next person comes in like me in march so i'm paying 800 dollars, and i don't even have a bedroom but i love the place but you know It's just ridiculous to me um, how a lot of people have to not only face 
inflation, but you also have to face discrimination while you're dealing with this, you know, crisis. <clears throat> I mean, it's really ridiculous. And then I'm in the Midwest, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. So, um, you know, although if you hear some people say it, it's, it's Missouri, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's really Missouri, you know, honestly, like it's really that fucking hick town type of nonsense that, that goes on here in so many ways, in so many places in this state. Like it's a Republican state, you know? And unfortunately, it is very hard to um, fight for your rights when you're being discriminated against here. <clears throat> the laws make it so, you know? So, it is just so crazy to see how, you know, it's already difficult to deal with inflation. But then to add on top of having to pay more for your groceries, dealing with apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic gas prices out of I Am Legend, you know, like, you're also dealing with being discriminated against because of your race. You got people running around here, you know, kicking you out of your home. I was kicked out of my home prior to this. That's why I ended up homeless, you know? This is another one of those moments where I wish I could pause it. But, um, what do you call it? I was kicked out of my home due to discrimination. You know, a white woman moved in above me. She made two complaints on me in in like the first week. And within weeks, I was, um, I had a, a 30 day notice posted to my door. And then even though they verbally retracted it after I called them out on being ridiculous and discriminatory and how they handled that without even coming to me about anything, they still, um, after verbally retracting it, sent me no paperwork entailing um, that or uh, detailing that retraction and uh, instead posted an eviction notice on my door uh, uh, 30 days after the 30 day notice, right on time claiming I would be pulled out by the U.S. Marshals and my rent would go up to $11.50 from $5.75 if I did not comply by Christmas last year, my favorite holiday. (laughs) So this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about, you know? That's, That's when I became homeless, you know? These things cannot happen and then I'm trying to move to California and I don't know how that's even going to be possible because it is so expensive to live in California. Minimum wage in California is what I'm making right now in St. Louis. It's actually less than what I'm making because if you add my commission to my hourly then it's a little bit more because we only get like 1% commission. But, (coughs) excuse me, places out there, like, just to get a place where you're like one of several roommates, 
in California and like some of the places you know you want to be especially in California you're looking at anywhere from like 14 1600 maybe 1200 to um 2600 on average $2,600 just to live with another person or multiple other people in a house or an apartment that don't even have as many bedrooms as the people you have. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And I can't even imagine what groceries are out there. And those cigarettes are ridiculous. It's a good thing I'll be done with them by the time I get out there. But... Inflation is steadily increasing. It's steadily increasing because they will not match the wages with what we're having to deal with. These 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 businesses and corporations pass on the brunt of the um, expenses to the customer, so we pay that in taxes and all kind of upcharges. And then you've got them raising the prices in homes, uh, in, 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 in the living, in, in, you know, housing industry, you've got um, in renting, you know, you've got <coughs> um, new homeowners bowing out of the market because they can't even fathom the um, uh, uh, the additional amounts of interest that they're paying now um, during this basically this recession we're about to enter um, um, in the new housing market you know whereas just before COVID um, it was like what three or excuse me no just this time last year, it was like three point. I think the national average was like three point something percent um, interest on you know buying a home. Now it's gone up to or getting a home. Now it's gone up to five point something percent, almost six percent in a year. Not even a year. It wasn't even this time last year. I think it was around December of last year. So in like basically half a year. People are just leaving. They're bowing out. And the new home buyer cannot enter the market. And we've been saying this for the longest. And people say, oh, millennials are just lazy or we just don't want to work or we don't want to do this, that, and the third. But it's like the amount of work that you have to put in to get a gain enough is totally unbalanced, even more so than it used to be. So, something's gotta give.